All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to Real Life, a podcast from the Nation Network. I got 50, I got 50 for days. Brought to you by Finning Canada, the parts you need when you want them. We just kind of started rolling and then just went on and we're just like, well, let's just start the podcast like this. When we, before, after you sent it off, Josh was just kind of like, hey, just so you guys know, like, that started like in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. That was that was the plan the whole time. It's just to kind of get things going. Yeah, like a like a rolling start. Yes. Yeah. I think exactly. it's fine. It's the Dylan Larkin of podcasts. I don't know what that means, but yes. He was the one that got the uh the skating head start in the fastest oh, yeah, skater. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that guy was gonna be hot shit. What happened to him? Yeah, he had a bad year, I think. I do mash- like calling this podcast the Dylan Larkin of podcasts. That is a very good one. Well done. As Thank you. Now listening to the real life podcast. We, we did just, another rolling star. Yeah, oh, we no. just start wherever the heck we want. Oh man, Swanye, we do what we want. Milk. I'm Michelle. Welcome. We had a week off, boys. It's good to see you guys again. We had to have a week off. There was a situation. Yeah, there was some. There was a lot going on. GTL. Well, the situation, huh? Uh, Anybody? Yes. A nice Late two thousands, right? Are you going to watch that? They're doing a reunion. Are they? Well, yeah. Everybody needs money except for Pauly D, who's like Tiesto now or some shit. That is very true. Really? Yeah. Jersey? They're doing. They're they're going to walk around the old haunts and really? talk about GTA. Are they doing the same shtick, or is it like a retrospective? Uh, well, I assume it'll be like a clip show where they remember funny moments and how Ronnie's an idiot. And... Wouldn't it be funny if like Snooki comes back? Like, I got my PhD in the last three years, and she's like an astro. Physicist, like that would what I want. That would from the be Jersey fantastic. Korean, but where are they now? She's at Van Ames yes. Research Center, the working for NASA. Time, I think the last time I saw anyone from Jersey Shore, like kind of on TV, was at WrestleMania two or three years ago. That's the last time I've heard. Who was of there? The Sitch? No, Snooki. Snooki was like front row really? at WrestleMania. There was one in Jersey, so maybe going back four years ago. I was never a big fan of the Jersey Shore, but I might have to watch a reunion show. 
Were you ever into it, Wanye? No, not like too much. I can't remember what I was doing for that five year span, but it was never really that convenient. I do watch garbage though. Like I was going to say, like you and I both watched terrible TV. Mm. So I was curious if you'd watch it. Michelle, what's the worst TV show you watch? I watch wrestling. I think some people that's not terrible. That being the worst. No. Okay. Well, a lot of those. Uh, do you guys consider the show? Oh, what's it called? Catfish? Is that a garbage I show? I love Catfish. Yeah, I'll watch Catfish every once in a while. Love Catfish. I'll, I'll turn my brain off. Are you familiar with the Catfish? It's where they, like ugly people trick nice people into <laughs> thinking that there's somebody else. Or sometimes it's just straight up, they actually do meet and there's excuses. I saw one girl, she was trying to meet this guy for months and he, oh, my car broke down. And it kept excuse after excuse. Turns out he wasn't lying. Yep. His car actually kept breaking down for three years and everyone went to visit her. Come on. So you're, you invest. What a crock of crap. Like 40 minutes into this show and turned out, yeah, I did want to meet you. My transmission just kept breaking. That's still like a very shaky foundation for a relationship after that. Like It is, yep. If you wanted to meet somebody, you would meet them. Right? I think that's what they kept saying on Catfish. But that's the one that really jumps out for me. Um, I, how do you, do you guys watch Ballers? No. I watch a couple of it, but yeah, thank you. I don't think Ballers is a good show, but I think The Rock is one of the most charismatic people on the face of the planet. For sure. So I would watch The Rock, like, basically hawk an infomercial for 20 minutes, 22 minutes. I'd be entertained. Of hawks? Yeah. Like an infomercial hawk of, like, selling hawks? And The Rock would be able to sell us all hawks. Yeah, you need hawks for hunting, says The Rock, of course. So so that's, yeah, there's a couple. He's come a long way since the Nation of Domination. Really has. I put ballers in the same category as, like, Entourage. It's a very good comparison. And, like, I didn't like Entourage because I feel like it perpetuates a lot of bad stereotypes. But more importantly, I feel like it gives kids ideas to be like the guys on Entourage. I want to be a douchebag type of things. Exactly. Ballers is along those same lines. It's Entourage, but the NFL is basically how I describe ballers. Well, we kind of okay. had a conversation about this in a, in a sense, Wanye, when, what were the top three jobs you said that kids wanted to be? Oh, it's a uh, vlogger, this... blogger, and influencer. That's very true. That's the number th- one, two, and three really? jobs kids in high school want today. And kids for the first time ever want to be famous more than rich. Isn't to that quote amazing? the great Kevin Hart, everyone wants to be famous. No one wants to put the work in. I think that's very true with a lot of people. Yeah. Everyone wants to have their face on the cover of the Rolling Stone. I don't. No. <laughs> Nor do I. Would you rather have like a question mark? Like who is Wanye? No, I'd rather have a good looking person on there that I pay that I get 70% of their revenue for going on the cover. <laughs> this like, is yeah, 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 yeah. model to go in public. Exactly. Like, have you guys ever heard the rumors how apparently Daft Punk will just send out other guys in public wearing the masks? Sure. They'll send guys Why to not? award shows. Like, I don't want to do this. You sure. put on Dead a mask. says that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can go to whatever resort you want to and... I'll pay you X amount of money. Have you ever seen Daft Punk? I haven't, no. Has Go, anyone? Look it up. Of yes. course, there's all sorts of photos. They're like old Frenchmen. Yeah. Really? It's really bizarre. They look like leather shoes. There's a reason why they got helmets. You, yeah, probably, you probably bought coffee behind them today. They could be sitting in this room we're in right yeah. now, and I would have no idea that's Daft Punk. Look at that. For right? those who are listening, yeah. I recommend you Google Daft Punk in real life. For those of you who aren't in the room with us at <laughs> yes. this moment. We have a Twitter account. We'll tweet out a picture. Yeah, well done. Wow. Oh, Didn't, good thinking. Yeah. Did yeah. not think that would we be We do Daft things Punk. now. Uh, we're off for a week because, Wanya, you're doing a hard time. Yeah. So there's a whole situation. A, this is not a joke. This is not a joke. This is, <laughs> it is a joke in the sense of what happened, but it is not a joke. So I am shipping a laptop up to myself from our Mexican office for my totally legitimate internet company. I was watching a lot of playoff streams of the Oilers in Mexico, and I contracted some sort of terrible computer STD, and all my circuits are fried. So I'm like, hey. Rather than buy a new one, we got an extra one down there. Ship it up to me. Well, you would have thought I was trying to import like a live panda or some messed up thing. And it was this whole situation. So I finally go to the airport. I have to go to customs, right? And there's like customs beside the airport. Yep. I don't know if you've ever had gone out there, but it's a whole thing. 
And so I wheel in, it's like nine in the morning and I give the guy my paperwork and he's like, okay, yeah. And he's typing me up and blah, blah, blah. And then he asks for my ID and he takes my ID and then he goes, oh, and I say, oh, 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 what do you mean? Oh, oh, did you know there's a warrant out for your arrest? <laughs> so man, I keep it pretty gangster. Like, let's be honest. Like my top three <laughs> skills are math, Excel and Excel math. And I'm often at the wrong side of the law, on the wrong side of the law. And I said, oh, of course, because I actually never pay my parking tickets or speeding tickets because I don't care. What's the ticket for? And he says, well, it's for construction without a permit. Which is something you are known to do. You're like, watch me, bitches. No, that's right. I'm going to build an addition onto my house (laughs) and no one can tell me no. No, what ended up happening was a year and a half ago, we replaced the deck on Wanye Manor because it had rotted out. And my crazy cat lady neighbor, for some reason, decides to see if we had a development permit. Like goes to the trouble of trying to figure it out. And we didn't. So I got a ticket for replacing my deck, but I thought, cause like the pilings were the same. I wasn't going to get shit and nor do I care. Right. So anyways, I got a summons. Apparently I missed it. And the warrant goes out for your arrest. Like there's machinery behind this thing. And it isn't like the severity of your ticket or some shit. It's like, you didn't pay your fine. So I'm like, all right, well, what do we have to do? Well, you have to come into like this room because I'm at like border services, right? Like the guy I'm talking to is like the same guys in the airport. Like, he has a gun on and oh, whatnot, man. right? And they're not screwing around because they're keeping Canada safe. They do a fantastic job of it. So I go into the room and they're talking and they're filling all these forms. They're like, well, we have to call the cops to come get you. Like, you're seriously going to have the cops come out here and drive me into the police station? Yes. And I'm like, no. And so I remembered my three episodes of LA law that I'd seen in the past and was like, listen, boys, I, I'll give you my, on my own recognizance, release me. And I promise you as a Canadian citizen, I'm going straight to the police station now, because I'm the least gangster man in the world and wearing glasses and picking up a computer, I guess I didn't present <laughs> much of a threat. So they let me go. So I'm driving and I go get my computer. So at least I have that. And I'm like, you know what? If I'm getting arrested, I'm going downtown. Like, I'm not going to go to like a nice suburban police station. Like, I'm going to go downtown, go straight into the belly of the beast, do my time, my head held high, come out a man, however this is going to go. And uh, yeah, so I go down to the downtown police station and I go in and I get my little ticket. It's like a butcher shop. They give you like a now serving number, except rather than getting like pastrami, you're about to generally have your life end because you've done something really bad. And like these two girls next to me must have been... 15 and they're talking about getting arrested in claire's home and there's like we were walking around in the streets and we got arrested and fucking this and fucking that and i was like oh my god the children today they've all gone crazy and then this chick took one of the most amazing phone calls i've ever heard in my life from her mom she's like hello yeah no mom i'm at the police station yeah because of that thing no i know it's fine sharice is with me it's fine what else did i do today i pierced my septum and got a tattoo that says fuck this I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And I look over, she has a nose ring. And as she says it, her friend like pulls down the hitch of her pants in the front and it says, fuck this. I'm like, how many bad decisions did you make in a single day? I thought I was the only one with that tattoo. These are my peers. Exactly. Now you're not going to be able to tell yourselves apart if your carcasses need to be identified for some reason. So yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, I wheel up and I'm like, hi, I have a warrant out for my arrest trying to be cool thug. And the guy's like, fine what is this for? Like, I've never even seen this ticket. I'm like, oh, it's for construction without a permit. Starts laughing at me. And like, if you go to the cop shop to get arrested, I think you like deep down, like want them to be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You've been expecting you. Exactly. (laughs) Like, oh yeah, Wanya, that's why we have guns on our belts in case some toughie in like you walks in. Instead, he just starts laughing and then he has to go through the process of arresting me. Right. And like no cuffs or anything cool like that. But 
He's like, oh, I just got to call like the sergeant on arms or whatever the hell who's in charge. He's like, yeah, yeah, I got a guy here. Rebuilt his deck without a permit. It's got a sum. Everyone's laughing. Other cops are coming over laughing at me. Like it was very emasculating. So now I can't do anything. I have to go to court on October 26th. Whoa. And I'm so mad at my neighbor <laughs> because it's fine. You want to be a crazy cat lady? That's great. That's fine. I don't care. Stay in your house. Mind your own business. Don't get involved to the point that this type of shit happens where I have to go to like court. Yeah. And before we were just willing to like pay the fine and who cares? And I thought we had, but that's neither here nor there. Now I'm going to treat this like it's the Nuremberg trials. I'm going to wheel in with like Johnny Cochran and a bunch of lawyers. I'm going to beat this case. I'm going to beat this charge. Oh, that would Free be... Wanye. So you're going to walk in like a Tupac does in the changes? Exactly. I'm going to walk... just swing in the arms? Oh yeah. And the cop... Police officer, even if you're listening, you're a police officer, sir, sorry, uh, says to me, I hate charges like this. It just clogs up our system. Yep. And like, it never really occurred to me that like a police officer would think something silly. It's like when the teacher and the principal don't agree. I always assume they're all best friends and live together. Like all police officers are fully on the same page. And he was like, this is ridiculous. So have you acquired a dream team of legal at People. this point, no. No? Okay. But I'm strongly considering my options. Is Mr. Bag Milk one of your options? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm okay. going to need real life. This is real life. I'm yeah, going to have to get some... Uh, some. I, I don't know if it's going to affect me being able to leave town or something like that. Like, the real annoying thing is that I'm in, like, the Canadian Border Services database of having been arrested in an airport. And you are a guy who travels quite a bit, Exactly. Right? Like your well, passport's got a lot of stamps exactly. on it. Exactly. So I don't need any of this BS when I'm trying to go into a shady country to do shady shit. I need like them <laughs> to be like, exemplary human being, welcome aboard. That, so I actually need to beat this legit. That's absolutely terrifying. But uh, that's why I wasn't here. Okay, that's understandable. Egg Milk, have you ever had any close calls with the law? Well, I mean, yes. Yes? Now, this one was my fault. Uh, Mine was my fault. I shouldn't have rebuilt my deck and ignored all my mail. But you know what it is? It's it's <laughs> petty, though. For the neighbor to go investigating into you, you, what you guys are doing, we're like, hey, hey, they didn't get a permit. This like, lady, I'm going to make this my business yeah, this to lady, find out that they did not get a permit to build a deck fair. that... Is the deck done? I assume it's done. So, no like, who, what are we doing here? Now, let's rewind. Can you imagine living next to me and my buddies for however long it's been? Like my brother-in-law one time was like super greased and tried to like kick the front door down because he couldn't find his keys. And he went to the back of the house and kicked the door down. Then went to the front of the house to kick the door down. Then when he couldn't kick the door down, he realized his keys were in his pocket and he let himself in. That was like a night. She was like, I'm calling the police if you don't pull your life together. But yeah, it's petty. But, but you getting are, arrested though. Those are only few and far between, you know, when you get door kicking drunk. Oh yeah, of course. I've always wanted to kick a door open, by the way. But yes, harder than you think. I bet it is. I got arrested once in. uh, I was traveling. I was in Melbourne, Australia, and they have really stiff service laws in Australia. It to the point where you would have three drinks, kind of thing, and you're cut off. I've personally served you three drinks. You are now done. I was like, well, that doesn't. I know so many drunk Australians. How the hell does that work? It was. It was in. uh, It was in downtown Melbourne. This is the. Probably the uh, oh, you went I, to a fancy bar, didn't you? I get sloppy. Yeah, I admit that. it. So I kind of said I want a beer. He said no. I say, well, fuck you, guy. Yeah. And he throws me out to the bouncers outside. Just kick this guy out. And in my opinion, they were kind of a little bit too. Like I'm not a big dude. I'm a fairly average yep. slash small guy. I would not be intimidated if you if I. But saw you're wiry. I think you've got secret karate chops deep down Could that would be, come out actually. of nowhere. But if oh, I saw it's... like a bagged milk staggering, I wouldn't be like, I gotta watch that guy right yeah. now. Like you know, he's yeah, yeah. looks like, like a look I'm at gonna smile. Rob this face. fool. Look at I've got a shit eating grin on my face. Yeah, I'm all happy. Fine. Yeah. So they throw me out to these bouncers, and they're being a little aggressive, and that's where 
<clears throat> in my head, that's where the snark kind of turns on. That's where I get lippy. I can't beat you physically, but chances are I'm going to be able to shred you up and down. Of course. So that's kind of what happened. And I don't know how many of you guys are big history buffs, but Australia, they kind of were a bunch of criminals at one point in their day. So Found I proceeded to tell this bouncer that his uh, relatives were all criminals. <laughs> <laughs> So low hanging fruit you might as well go there <laughs> well i did so he throws me off to these cops who take me into a drunk tank in downtown melbourne and i've you know i've been there a couple of months i don't really know my you've way been in around. the drunk tank a couple months or the city a couple months? The, the city in general okay. i was there oh that'd be a, that's a hard <laughs> stretch of time there imagine <laughs> one drunken night out in melbourne. i remember when i went to jail last week it really changes a man <clears throat> so i fall asleep in the jail and then i wake up the next morning I don't have my shoes. They took away my shoes. They took away my belt. They take away all that stuff because they thought that who knows what this drunk Canadian is a massive do. risk to yourself. I guess so, which is fine. It is what it is. And then Are you by yourself in a room, completely by myself in a room, the size, probably like a six by eight room by myself. There was a steel toilet. Yeah. There was a uh, cement bench. Oh yeah. And there was a big door with a tiny window. So I go up and knock on the window and I say, well, when am I allowed out of here? Oh, so sad. I'd let you out right then if I was the cop. What you're are you out? doing in here, I'd say? Exactly. So they're like, you're out when we let you out. I'm like, okay. Well, what do I do here? I've never been in a room where I have no entertainment before, so I'm just sitting there staring stuff. I'm counting tiles. I don't know. Like, I felt like I was in there for a month. Hard Pro time. Probably an hour went by, maybe. Eventually, they let me out, and they take me for processing. They're like, just so you know, you were a drunk asshole last night. And I'm like, yes. I apologize. I was a drunk asshole. I'm sorry if I caused you any trouble. And there's like, Fucking Canadians, these guys, they just, we arrest them and then they keep apologizing. So I'm like, I'm sorry. Won't happen again. Do I got to pay a ticket? No, you don't got to pay a ticket. Okay, cool. You're free to go. I'm like, great. Where am I? <laughs> well, you're a big boy now, aren't you? You'll figure it out. So they kind of push me out the front door of this police station and I look around and I'm like, I don't know what any of this stuff is. So I go for, and this is like 2007, so I, I don't have a smartphone. I have a shitty Nokia that can barely text. So I'm trying to find train stations. I don't know where the fuck I am. They just kind of stuck me out there in the middle of nowhere. Night before, I assumed my friends were going to come looking for me, that I'd just go disappearing in yeah, a different country. Yeah, where are they country. at in all of this? So they call my phone like 30 times. Eventually, the police answer my cell phone. And they say, he's in jail for the night. You can come pick him up in the morning. And my friends go, you know what? Fuck him. Leave him there. He'll figure it out. Australians. Australians. So I was living with a family of Australians Son and their answer was, fuck him. He'll figure it out. And, uh, and I did, Mash. How, though? Like, how? how? Did you start walking? Was it like the last scene in Dumb and Dumber? You just started walking and hoping so a hitchhiker would pick you up? I was just going to run straight for a long time until I got somewhere. Yeah. The Forrest hey, wow. Gump theory. And uh, honestly, just went to McDonald's, grabbed some breakfast, and the friendly McDonald's people directed me where I need to go. Therefore, that's why to get a we good are square now. meal on the outside. <laughs> yeah. Did you eat any prison food? No, nothing. Nothing. Did you do any sweet prison workouts? Like we're doing chin-ups and push-ups yeah. in your drunken stupor? Honestly, I didn't know what to do, so I I kind of did paces. I was like a I was like a cat just kind of walking around, looking out the window every now and then. I'm like, am I gonna let me out now? No. Okay. So it was, did it freak sorry, did no. it freak you out being like confined? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was just gonna ask. Like you, you were drunk, but you clearly kind of knew had a rough it. What was going on? At one point, did you actually think your life was over? At one point, did you think I'm never getting out of this Australian prison? Kind. I mean, kind of. Like uh, it was the. It got so bad that I was. I was so drunk. That I'm like, you know what? 
Fine, I'll sleep in there. I don't care. I'm hard as fuck. I'll go to jail. I'll show you who's exactly. drunk. And then come morning, I'm like, oh, my neck hurts. I slept <laughs> on this real hard bed, and that toilet is cold, and it doesn't even have a seat on it. Oh, what my God, it supposed didn't? To do? No, it's, man, no. Did and you the use water? it? Like, you used it, though? You used a prison toilet? Yeah, had wow. to. Ew. And the water was just kind of running always. I don't know if that was, like, some wild, Whoa. torturous thing they do, but it was like you left a tap on, just kind of trickling. All both, the time. Both of you guys have lived quite a life. We're talking PP Island, the last podcast, oh, Australian yeah. prisons. You guys should have your own travel show. I've seen perfect. some shit, Mash. I'll tell Holy you what, my time crap. on this little blue marble. Holy crap. We'll take a quick time and we'll have more arrest stories from the three of us, the Real Life Podcast, brought to you by Fitting Canada, over 1.4 million parts. Notice we got that right. Million. Finally. We're on point. 1.4 million parts serving you. That's Fitting Canada. It's late, and you just finished a full day of work. Your equipment is done for the day, and tomorrow bright and early, you start all over again. You know what you need to keep it running smoothly, but there's not a break in the schedule to make that happen. With over 1.4 million cat parts at your fingertips on parts.cat.com, getting that part just became easier. Any device, anytime, anywhere. Get what you need, when you need it. Order today, parts.cat.com. We are back on the Real Life Podcast. We were happy to report no one was arrested during the break. No, nobody. No, but those were some very badass arrest stories. I've never... I don't Surely, Maz, you've had an encounter with well, the long arm of the law. I'm a minority from St. Albert, so what do you think? <laughs> the I don't know that you're... Okay, go on, hey, yes. No, this, what, this didn't even happen. Well, which one do I want to go with here? Well, okay, I'll go to the one which that Which one? Hang here. on a minute. There's been, like, I'm trying to think which one I should... Well, there's. this is a long podcast. Let's keep going that. around, because I've got other good <laughs> stories of the cop. Please. So I was at work... Oh, this isn't even a bad one. So this is making me look bad. I was at work a couple months ago and we had a couple break-ins. Now, anyone that knows me knows that my vehicle, no joke, my truck has been broken into eight times, probably. Eight times, lock smashed, windows. Like It's just, I don't even leave anything valuable in my truck anymore because it's just going to keep happening. I know I should probably buy a vehicle. Well, that's living in Detroit for yes. you. <laughs> but hey, I work in radio, so hashtag radio money. So it got broken into. There's a lot of stuff going on. And... What happened is the gentleman or gentlewoman threw a rock through the back of my truck, so I had to get the whole back window. Like right out here in the parking lot? Yeah, like right. Like, I could huck a rock. Should no I be problem. worried about my car? Because no, I've got a pretty you're, decent you're pen in the console that ah, writes really fine. well, and I don't want that stolen. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. So anyways, so truck smashed into. A cop rolls up. It's in the middle of the show. So it's like 2.30 in the afternoon. A cop goes, like, excuse me, sir. Are you the owner of this vehicle? I'm like, yeah. You're going to have to come with me. He's in the station. He walks like right in up. this high security facility. Yes. He gets yeah. up and says, you're going to have to come with me. I'm like, oh, no. And rather than just simply tell me something happened, he made me sweat. We go all the way down. Goes, is this your vehicle? And if you guys had a vehicle broken into? Uh, one time in St. Albert, I had all my windows smashed, but that's as close as I got. What did okay. you do to make that happen? So I lived <laughs> kind of... Not in a bad area of St. Albert. There is no bad areas no, of St. Albert. No, there isn't. So I lived with my buddy at his house, and I just, my spot to park was on the street. And when I came out in the morning, I look at, my, well, there's a couple of things that happened in my vehicle. First, the one time I came out, and there was a giant cock drawn on the side of my vehicle in lipstick. Really? Then, bumper to bumper, just this High quality diagram? Uh, it could be better. Yeah. It could yeah. be better. Sloppy. It was like a little, uh, there was no symmetry there. No. Uh, Nuts on it or just a dick? Just a just a giant dick. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll drive to work with this giant dick on yeah. my on my truck. The second time I went out, and my my passenger window as well as the passenger mirror were smashed, and that was the case for every car on that road. So 
The did criminal they, mind, hey? Did they steal some shit? Maybe. I don't know. Not that I could tell. I have nothing anyway. Well, the, have you ever had a vehicle broken into? Uh, yeah, but I want to hear about your story. Well, I was going to say, the feeling when you first walk in and you see your vehicle and you piece everything together, it's a, like, it's a gut-wrenching yeah. feeling when you first walk up. It's like seeing a loved one that just had the shit kicked all over. Like, yeah, no! Yeah. Yeah. So I walk up to that. I go, is this your vehicle? I go, yeah. I go, okay, come on. You're going to have to fill some stuff out. So I'm clearly miserable. i got to buy a new windshield, and I'm furious. And cop, give my ID. They broken through the windshield? The smack, what is it? it was, the, were you robbed by the Terminator? Yeah, like, no, that's, <laughs> that's how it seems. There's a big rock. In the, I drive a pickup truck, so there's a rock in the back. So they clearly threw it and tried to sneak in. And who? Why was somebody doing this? We'll get why not that. the side window? It's, there's so many questions as to why they didn't vandalize my truck further. But so I fill everything out and give the guy my ID. He goes, "Wait, are you Mark Mijot?" And the crest is like, "That never happens to me. It's maybe happened. I've been in radio for six years. Two people have ever pulled me aside in public and say, "Hey, are you that guy?" Even when you had the hair, like even yes, people just stare and point by. But like uh, twice admirers, this has happened. It's like, are you Mark Mijot? Yeah, but now is not really the time. Now like, is exactly <laughs> the time. You leverage your celebrity. You find this bastard. Get to the bottom of this, Inspector. You find this. But the story was what happened is a couple months ago, a gentleman uh, stole a vehicle, crashed it outside of work, realized the cops were coming, got out, and then just tried to steal a getaway vehicle. Basically, it was a plot from Grand Theft Auto. It Anyone was. who's ever played that game realized like this was a mission you had. You done two stars. So yeah, he had to he tried to steal a vehicle, <laughs> couldn't. Tried to steal mine, couldn't. Eventually, he did steal a vehicle, and they caught him after. Was but that it, the semi? Yeah, it was. Yeah, like he stole was, a semi and couldn't drive it and flipped it. What was so, it? What What did he done prior to all of these different planes, trains, and automobiles? Probably lots of drugs. That's yeah. probably what he did before. But honestly, it was like. The first scene from Heat mixed in with Grand Theft Auto kind of all at once. So that was the police officers were very nice. I've had, I made a joke, I've had some not good run-ins with police officers, but for the most part, they're pretty good. Right? I think it's amazing, like, we're very lucky to live in Canada, yep. right? Where the rule of law is observed. Yep. And you take it for granted, unless you've been somebody where you don't have the rule of law. Mm -hmm. And you don't have, like, you know, spending a lot of time down in Mexico, you, the last person you would go to with a problem is a police officer. Really? For sure as shit, because they don't care, right? Whereas, like, here, I remember uh, this year in the playoffs, like, police officers are high-fiving people <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, here, you legitimately, if I have a problem, I would go to the police and yeah. be like, this is what happened to me, right? And you take that for granted, but it's very nice to have. I took my dad to uh, game six against San Jose. And uh, I think game six. No, it might have been game six against uh, well, against Anaheim. Doesn't matter. So I took him, and it was one of those moments where my dad, he's an older dude. He doesn't really understand internet all that well. He's like... Isn't he so, like a jet engineer or something? A uh, civil engineer. Yeah, holy cow. So he does... So Shocking. He, he loves roads and shit. I don't know. So he's like, what is that you do? Like the tweets or you got something on the on the, on the Twitter or of course, something like that? Yeah, exactly. That's, That's a, a whole different thing, Dad. Exactly. Yeah, don't look at my internet history. <laughs> uh, so we were walking up down 104th Avenue, we were going to go in the main doors at Rogers Place. There was a policeman just kind of guiding traffic because in the playoffs, everybody's just like, you know what? I'm crossing the street now to hell with what these lights say. That's right. And he yelled out, I was wearing my Decade of Darkness Nation gear hoodie, and he yells out to me, he's like, yells out, Oilers Nation, Decade of Darkness is over, bud. Go Oilers, go. My dad turns around, he's like, I, th I think that man was talking to you. I was like, well, yeah, I guess, yeah, he's, I mean, you saw the hoodie, and he's like, there's people that read that thing you do, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Must have been a pretty proud moment, man. Old pops finally realizing, you know what? My son isn't a complete waste. He says he does things all day, but I don't know what he does. <laughs> he says he's on the internet. 
I've heard so many stories. We've been doing this, what, is this six or seven we've all done together? Yeah. The amount of stories I've heard about Bagged Milk's dad. Like, we need to do a dad cast just chatting with Bagged Milk's oh, dad. Oh, God, you don't want to get my dad in here. Nope. My dad would be quite hilarious. My dad the other day doesn't know anything about me or particularly care. Good guy. Like, I'm not trying to diss or anything. Hey, uh, I uh, heard you do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, I listened to it. And, like, nothing in my history suggests I should be doing a podcast. None. You would think at some point something interesting happening to your kid. He's like, yeah, I listened to that Everly one. And you sure said shit a lot. Like, yeah, dad, I did interview Jordan Everly, one of the greatest owners of all time. So I don't want him on here being like, one time when Wanya was three, he did the following stupid thing because he would throw me under the bus. My dad would too, but he would also be like pointing at all of us. So like people listen to this thing, huh? Some do. Well, some do and some don't. Actually, I don't know if this is an appropriate place to bring it up, but I was in a podcast meeting today for the Nation Network. We get stomped by everybody in ratings, hey? Really? Like the stupid, dumb jerks at Canucks Army. Now, granted, we do less SoundCloud downloads proportionately than they do, so it looks like they're way bigger than us. Yeah. Like, what do we need to do, boys? We got to get these ratings up. I'm curious. Like, so Canucks Army? Really? Stomps what are they us. talking about? Riots? I don't Riots know. Riots in the Sedines? One Sedine, the other Sedine, back to the first Sedine, and cut. I don't know what they're doing, but we got to get these ratings out. We got to think about what are we doing? Who are we talking to? We need big name guests. I'm thinking Lady Gaga. I can't think any bigger than that. Like <laughs> That's as big as you get. Najo, you're the only legitimate person here who understands how stuff works. How are we going to ratings up? I wouldn't say I'm legitimate. I would I can, say you are. Oh. You have a house and a car, and you know how to work all those buttons in the <laughs> I, room over there. I There's a lot two, of buttons. I have. I can do one of the three things you just named. So <laughs> Yeah, but okay. I can try. What can, can we try. do? What can we do to get our ratings up? What do we got to do? We could just call ourselves the Canucks Army podcast. <laughs> that may work. I could just turn off Canucks Army. You could do that. Very well. I think we have hockey seasons coming back. I think people, especially Vancouver, they're just jealous that their team's going to be hot garbage for the next 10 years. Maybe. I think we got to start promoing. Promoing it? I think we do. I think we got to start going on other people's shows and telling everybody to listen to this thing. We and... should. You guys, I think I'm the only wrestling fan in here. We need to do what DX did to WCW Nitro. We need to show up outside of the Canucks Army podcast with a bullhorn and a tank yes, and start chanting real life, real life. Yes. That's wanna, what we need to do. I want to hit someone with a chair. Yes, yes, we need to start a beef. Who hosts Canucks Army? I don't know. It doesn't matter exactly. who hosts Canucks Army. That's the point. I'm calling you out right now on this podcast. Precisely. That's what we need to make this wrestling, boys. I have all the wrestling expertise. We will start a feud with these guys, cumulating to a match at WrestleMania 34 between real life and Canucks Army. We're getting like 7,000 downloads a show. And that's not bad. But the clowns out in Canucks Army are getting like 12,000 downloads a show. So if you're listening to this, tell three friends. Yeah, or two enemies. Or better two enemies. Or yes. all the cops that have arrested bag milk all around the world. That's got to be a sizable number of people. If you've been arrested and you're listening to this podcast, you, you're you legally obligated to tell three people. That's true. Or we could pipe this into prisons. Yes. Oh, Think about how much you would have loved a podcast when you were in jail. I would have loved it. I was the doing years laps. would have flown by. I was doing laps like a cat. Imagine if there was like a prison podcast. Like today, we went out to the yard for two hours, and Johnny shanked Timmy, and now we're on lockdown. I, I think stamps dot com. I think I it'd be cool as shit. I watch a lot of prison shows, I'm you know, to prepare me shows. for my life on the inside. I swear there was like a radio station or something in a San Francisco jail that broadcasts like outside of the jail, and they talk about jail life. Really? Yeah. 
Really? That's yeah. fascinating. I love jail stuff. See, I'm, I'm obsessed with at my at my house. I have two jail cookbooks because I'm fascinated by how they make like hooch and shit. For real, you have jail cookbooks? Fuck yeah! Really? Yeah, oh, the like bag the bag milk house is just a thrill a minute. But yeah, like Mrs. was like, "Why the hell are you buying that?" I'm like, "A, it's an investment. True, because I don't know when I need to make wine in a sink. It's true. And two, it's awesome." Is the active ingredient urine in most wines? Made most in things, like 60% of them. Four squirts of wee into your Cheetos, and now you've got lasagna. <laughs> yep. You, so you guys, like, I, I used to watch some of those prison documentaries, yeah. and it just, it does terrify me. Like, I watched the first season and a half of Orange is the New Black, and that's, like, minimum security women's prison. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go there. That seems terrifying. And you, like, you'll I don't watching. want to go to jail, Maj. I just but, yeah. got arrested because I'm can, a thug. But you can actually keep, like, those give me, like, panic attacks. I think I it's just, like, and maybe this is why I was so, like, nonplussed about getting my little ticket. Like, I'm such a puss that I won't do anything bad. Oh. Okay. Right? So, like, the likelihood I go to jail is remote. The likelihood you go to jail, Bag Milk? I'm a huge pussy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, is. the idea of going to jail terrifies me. Like, I'll sit in your little cell by myself. But if there's another person in there, I'm freaking out. What would you do your first date? Say, say, let's just say for whatever reason, you we all get six month sentences. How long do we know about it in advance? Like enough. Like we go through court, we get whatever. Say six months for whatever white collar crime it is. But what is the first thing you do in prison? First thing I do is I'm gonna smash my own turd all over me. Yeah, just make people think you're crazy. I'm scared of. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want anybody being all I want people to look at me and be like, oh, that guy is there's something wrong That's with that. Who boy over there isn't <laughs> yeah. somebody you want to mess with. Who exactly. boy in cell block D. What would you do? Oh, well, I would first I would ask for a uh, device to carve my rocks. Then I would ask for a poster of Rita Hayworth. Smart. And Smart. then I would slowly and surely start chiseling <laughs> overnight. And then I would wait for a thunderstorm. Yeah. And then I would screw the warden over right. and put all the shady taxes on him. Wait for a uh, rainstorm, crack a pipe, and yeah. crawl through two football fields of mud. Come out the other end. And go to Watanao. Yeah, that would go to me. That's what I would do. But friend Morgan Freeman. In all seriousness, restore an no, old boat. Uh, I would probably, as you guys know, I'm a very small individual. I would probably try to fight just so someone would leave me alone. The, the first guy that came at me, I'd say, okay, let's go. And I might lose, but I just didn't want people to think I'm a huge pussy, even though I am a huge pussy. Yeah. I don't want well, you can't tell anybody on the inside. I know. So I'd exactly. be like, who wants it? Let's go. So I think then, there's two approaches. There's the Maj way where he's going to be aggressive. He's going to come out swinging. And then the my way where I smear my own turds on me. Just go around the cell block and give everyone a hug and just say, hey, man, whatever you need. Hug, hug, <laughs> hug, hug. See, I'm getting like, oh, I'm getting sweaty just thinking about the potential of going to prison. Going to the clink? Yeah. What I think you, you want to be a Canadian jail, not like a shady Thai jail or something. Uh, a PP mm -hmm. Island jail, man. Well, that, that one's all right. It's easy to escape from. Apparently, you can just run down the street with your bed frame strapped to you. I, uh, I asked one of my buddies. I got clarification on how he got away with the bed frame. Oh. By the way. Yeah. So what it was is on PP, there's one cell. Right. So the cop, the, like, the sheriff dude on the island took him to his house. This guy was handcuffed to the guy's bed at his house because uh -huh. there was no room at the prison. Of course. So when the guy left the house thinking he was going to just leave a man handcuffed to a bed. As is often the case, maybe at his house. Winkity wink, Mash. <laughs> We're not here to judge. If you're handcuffing people to your beds, God bless you. Yeah, you're on the but right if they rip wall. that son bitch off the wall, you're done. you better be prepared that you have A, a trip to Ikea coming, and two, a felon on the loose with a bed strapped to his back. You know what? I think one thing we could do to bump the ratings of the Real Life Podcast, mm. I think we need to... 
we need to get someone who's done something really shitty, like a scandal, and we need to be the first interview. Does anyone here, not even shitty, we just need someone to tell their story. Are either of you guys friends with Colin Kaepernick? Because that could bump up the ratings we could get. What Colin. was that guy we saw the other day, Little yeah. Brick? What wasn't... No, it wasn't Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> no, 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 it was Nation Dan. <laughs> no, a totally different guy. I think yeah, we yeah, need yeah. someone to tell their story for the first time. So if anyone knows either President Trump, maybe he's looking for some more press Why right don't now? we just learn how to do imitations really well yes. and then pretend we have guests? That would right. be very, very good. Yeah, because people mean, don't know the difference between people's voices. It's on no. It's fine. Hey, watch this. Hi, I'm Mark Fain of the Edmonton Oilers. I have a number which I can't recall the moment. Did you think you were talking to Mark Fain? My eyes were shut, and I thought, holy shit, Mark Fain is in the room. The funny part right is now. that anybody listening to this, I bet you, I bet you, you some bitches, that you don't know what Mark Fain sounds like. You do don't. You? That's I, I put that photo up the other day of everybody at UFC, and Nurse was on one side, and Fain was on the other, Connor. And someone's like, is that Mark Fain? I'm like, what are you, an idiot? That's Darnell Nurse. They're like, no, 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 the other one. <laughs> I'm pretty wired in. Like, I can tell most of the others on site. I forgot what Mark Fain looked like. I also don't like Eric Grabo without a beard. It takes some getting used to. It's not It really good. does. Uh, speaking of USC boys, I know we chat other things. It was nice to see the Oilers go and having a good time together. Amazing. On, on the weekend. Like, yeah. they looked like... A close, tight-knit group. Yeah. They were, like, right across from me. They were oh, laughing, yeah? yucking it up, having the time of their lives. I know, uh, like, a couple of guys on the team are big UFC fans. It's nice to see the kind of the band get back together before training camp. Oh, the video of Connor saluting Just the crowd. Waving, or yeah. Oh, my God, it warmed my heart. Did they, get a, did they get a big ovation oh, when yeah. Connor came Connor on? Connor got the biggest cheer yeah, of the night. Biggest pop of the night, and then the Oilers... Uh, after that, but yeah, it was. So were you supremely pissed because your main fight got canceled or ever happened? I was, but that's you know that's just the fight game. Were you ringside? Hold on, I had my credentials, so yes, I was very close. I was on press row. Wow. Yeah, it was. It's good to be good living to be. It wasn't bad. I'm not gonna lie, boys. Wow. So, the I think the the rest of the crowd was upset that they didn't have the main event, but that's the fight game, man. When you two people are scheduled to fight, sometimes shit happens right before. I think UFC did a good job coming back. I think they, they come back sooner rather than later. They seem to be impressed by Roger's place. Oh, yeah? Yeah, seemed to was be. Was Dana White there? No, he was not. What a, he was not. What a terrible event. I don't even like UFC. The main thing's canceled. Dana White's not there. You know who brought it all together and saved the day? Connor. As he always does. <laughs> what is interesting about Dana is I'm sure he did have other things to do, but the guy's like a billionaire. You don't think he could have flown out from Not a billionaire. You only own 10% of UFC. He lives in Vegas. How long is the flight from Edmonton to Vegas? Not long, if you should be going to all the events. I wonder if they consider Edmonton to be a crap market, or they consider it an important international market. I would just assume it's your first time in a building. And again, like he lives in Vegas. Two hours, you can be here. Easy on a private jet. You could have landed on Roger's place and taken Daryl's elevator down to ringside and just walked in. I need an elevator. We all need elevators, boys. Yeah. But it was nice. It was just, see, there's a Let's Go Oilers chant that broke out during the event. Amazing. That was, and kind of the Oilers kind of chuckled a little bit during that as well. But it's nice to know that now there's a lot of few things before Roger's place happened, but hockey is going to be the next major thing that happens in Roger's place. So it's interesting. I was thinking about this the other day, right? 10 years, decade of darkness, everything sucks. You forget how to be smug. You forget how to rub the fact that you're an Oilers fan in people's faces, right? Now I wake up this morning, I'm looking at Twitter. It's like, the Oilers and the Pens are the odds on favorite to win the Stanley Cup. Like, oh my God, then back to bed to have another wet dream before I have to wake up again. But I wonder if things like let's go Oilers chance at USC games and stuff like that, like maybe this is something we should encourage. Like I wore my Connor McDavid jersey out on Canada Day. For no reason. I was very intoxicated and having a time in my life. And people were like lipping me off at the fireworks. Like, why are you wearing David jersey? I'm like, are you kidding me? Captain of the Oilers? That's Canada Day. He's Mr. Canada. Oh. Maybe we should start getting people to start wearing Oilers jerseys. Like, I think it's the most ignorant thing ever when you wear a jersey to a game that that team isn't playing. Yeah. Shout out to Ryder fans. Or the wrong <laughs> sport. 
Like you go to a baseball game in a Connor McDavid jersey. Maybe this is something we should do now to like show off how happy we are. Sport, sport your oiler gear anywhere. And anywhere, chant, let's any- go oilers at the fucking symphony. Who cares? Yes, could you imagine? Oh. Symphony walks out and they get to the tap. And then just a couple guys in the back sort of let's go. Shoot! Right? Oh. <laughs> oh, be amazing. We could be I, very disruptive. That is how we get our ratings to spike, boys. We get people. Boys, we're going to get these ratings to spike. Sure yes. as God made whatever. So we're green apples. Sure. Baseball reference. Um, so we're going to tell our listeners to start Let's Go Oilers chants that obnoxious parts and film it. and then Wear your Oilers jerseys and everywhere and take photos us? and send it to us. And know that like ignorance is bliss. We can be so ignorant now that the Oilers are good. Fuck it. Wear your Oilers jersey to your cousin's wedding. And when they're like, what are you doing? Be like, Connor McDavid. Like, there's no comeback for that. If you're a surgeon, wear your McDavid jersey during surgery. Screw sterility. <laughs> there's, I know there's a lot of oh, like. I got a blood infection. Yeah, but the Art Ross trophy, right? <laughs> None yeah. of us here, and I can speak for all of us, I don't consider any of us here professionals, but there are a lot of professionals that listen to this podcast. So I dare the professional. Not listen. as many as in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> If you're a lawyer, before you're going to defend maybe you're Wanye's lawyer. Oh, I should make my legal team come into McDavid jerseys. When you walk in, yeah, so let's go, and the the judge will hold you in contempt, and you will do hard time, but it'll be worth it. Fine, fine. Then the inside of jail, how will I do it? I'll get an Oilers tattoo of a jersey on top of me. And you can tell the inmates about what you've seen the last oh, two years. Oh, shit. If I went to jail, I'd be the king of the jail within you 45 minutes. I'm like, here's how we're going to hide your money in Bitcoin. Here's how we're going to do this. Which one are you in charge? Oh, yeah. Begmel, can I can smuggle you in some cigarettes? Straight to the top. No, 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 no. The guards will bring them to me. They'll all be on that my is, payroll. That oh, is very yes. true. Have you seen the El Chapo documentary? I have not, no. Is he the guy that got the helicopter to take him out? Or did he tunnel out? There was uh, the tunnels, right? tunneled out and got out in a laundry truck. But he had an office next to the warden. Really? And he was able at some point, I won't ruin the whole thing because it's an amazing journey, but he was basically running his empire from the security of the prison. And people would come who were in the prison, he were about to get out, and he'd be like, okay, when you get out, do this, do that, do the other. Then there was going to be a new warden, and the old warden came to him and was like, hey, it's about to get cleaned up here, and he just got in a laundry truck and left. In my mind, that's how <laughs> I would be in prison. In reality, I would be a broken human being four seconds in crying and probably be carrying everyone's inside of their pocket, if you know what that means, bag milk. Oh, I know. That's some shit. Absolutely. I make the nation, Chris, carry my pocket around the office. Do you? Yes. Nice. It's adorable. That's great. I think that's a perfect way to end this podcast, boys. We're trying to figure out ways to get more readings. We'll be back next week. This is a good one. Follow us on our new Twitter account. Yes. At Nation Real Life. At Nation Real Life. I'll do that right now. Any dots or underscores or umlauts? We're all one word peeps around here. At Nation Real Life on Twitter. Oh, look at that. Bam. I just clicked follow. And you guys should all be following. Do you right have now, well. an account connects army podcast? Actually, we do. We have 12,000 followers. Fuck. So if you like this podcast, tell a friend. Cause we want to beat the Canucks. Army. Yeah. Like we really want to beat the Canucks. Yeah. Army. Screw without Canucks, without real life, there's no Canucks army. So screw them. This is us. We need to get back on top. I don't want to get you too excited, but I'm buying a rest. I, who the hell I think I am. We are buying a wrestling website. Oh, really? Oh, You're just getting to now to bring just, this up? We'll talk about it when the deal goes through. If anybody's paying attention, the general fanager collapse in the 11th hour. I don't count anything until it's signed, sealed, and delivered. I'm talking to this dude, and he's like, yeah, you know, I used to do a wrestling podcast. I'm like, that sounds riveting. And it isn't. <laughs> 20,000 downloads a week of a three-hour wrestling podcast. Nerds come in numbers, buddy. How the hell? Nerds, man. We stick together. Every wrestling fan grew up being bullied by non-wrestling fans, so we all stick together. That's where those numbers are coming I from. I think wrestling's very legitimate. Earlier when you said it's the worst thing you watch, I, the reason why I think wrestling's very interesting to get into is I think that wrestling's great. I don't necessarily subscribe to it, but I can see a need for a community for it, like for Leafs fans yep. or for Canucks fans or whatever it is. 
Wrestling fans are hardcore. I've been doing a lot of research about this. It's actually yeah. a really interesting group to get into. So next week, if you want, Mash, we can talk about wrestling. Oh, my goodness. Can I tease it with a Mick Foley, Wayne Gretzky story now or try to save it for next week? I don't know who the first guy in that story is. You know so tell it right is? now. Of course. Oh, the sock guy. Yeah, yeah. Man sure. Kind. Tell it. So I went to my first ever house show. This was that, What's that mean? not on TV. Just guys getting in the ring. Okay. Just, they basically have more fun at these events. This was April 18th, 1999. Is that how do you ring remember? A, does it ring a bell to anyone? April 18th, 1999. When was his last game? Bang on. Wasn't that also April 18th? Isn't that the day that they got Connor as well, the golden ticket? Yeah, just later, just not 1999. It was April 18th, 2015. There you go. So I was at, I believe it was called Skyreach Center at the time, Mm -hmm. and Mick Foley, Mankind, was a big fan favorite, and he came out for that afternoon match with his white shirt, and he scribbled on the back, 99 Gretzky. So naturally, he comes out with a huge pop. That's part of, he liked his cheap pops. Then after Wait, 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 what's that mean? means you just say Edmonton and the crowd goes nuts. Oh, every, every single concert I've ever yeah, been exactly. to. That's yeah, what I you call it. a cheap pop. Yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers know where I live. Yeah, like that's exactly what it is. So he says Edmonton, blah, blah, gets a big match. And he wins the match. And he goes, everyone, it's been a great run, but I'm retiring from wrestling for this weekend. And he takes off his fully 99 jersey and gives it to crowd. The fan walks off. 15 years later or so, the day the Oilers actually get Carter McDavid win that lottery, I see Mick Foley at Calgary Comic Expo. I go, listen, Mick, I got to tell you a story. The first time I saw you live was... This is the year they got Connor? Yeah, like that day. Okay. Earlier that day. So, I, Mick, I got to tell you, like, it was crazy. I saw your first show. Or uh, the first time I saw you was Gretzky's last game. He's like, I remember that. It was at Edmonton. Did I not draw 99? Like, you did draw 99 on the back of your shirt. And I got, that's all great. And as he, he signed a sock for me. And as I was leaving, I go, hey, Mick, the Oilers have a big draft lottery today. And if they win, it could be kind of franchise change. You want to expect them to win? But uh, be cool if they did. And he goes, well, buddy, I grew up in New York. I as an Islander fan, but I'm wishing the Oilers good luck. And like three hours later, that gold flipping card was Son of a bitch. So the hardcore legend Mick Foley is responsible for the Oilers winning. So you're this hardcore in wrestling? I am, yes. Like balls deep. You want to come work on the wrestling website? I would love to work on the. Does this count as now real work? Yeah, kind of, but it's wrestling. See, we're getting everything all done at once. That is very true. That is very true. So let's talk about the wrestling next week. That's my Mick Foley Oilers connection, boys. We'll have lots to talk about next week. That's amazing. Hopefully, hopefully, maybe old Bag Milk will be able to make an announcement on the podcast next week. Yes, maybe someone getting married. (laughs) I mean, in a sense, no. Okay, there, there, there are things out there to be signed and whatnot. Ooh. I like so where this is going. married. All right. This Old is, bag milk. This is what you call a tease in the podcast biz. Bag milk. One am and Joe. Thanks for this. We'll chat next week, boys. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.